Hello, my beautiful sister. I am so excited to be back and to be joining you again. So welcome back. If you are a previous listener to the Arm to the Heart podcast and welcome if this is the first time. Today, we're going to be talking about how do we navigate seasons of uncertainty, of change, of transition, of unknowns. And we're going to talk about specifically five ways to stay grounded through all of those times. And when you're in the trenches, if you are in the trenches like me in a time that's like this, then I know that this is exactly what the Lord wants to speak to you today. So today I'm just going to be really raw and real with you. If you're either navigating, maybe it's a season of major life or career transition. Maybe you're trying to figure out the next steps and planning and preparing for the next chapter. Maybe it's a next chapter in the military. Maybe it's the next big move. Maybe it's a possible pregnancy or unexpected pregnancy or the last trimester of pregnancy when you're like navigating the uncertainty of when baby's going to come and how it's all going to work out and you're in that waiting process. Maybe you're staring down a deployment for your spouse. Maybe it's that pressure you feel to have it all figured out and wanting to have it all mapped out and planned out and perfectly prepared. And you're just in all the emotions of the anxiety around, is everything going to be okay? Is my family going to be okay? You're just wanting and hoping and praying for everything to fall into place. And so if you're in a transition or if you're in a series of upcoming changes, or if you're in the middle of change and you just want to remain grounded in the Lord's peace, we're going to talk about how to do that. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations to perform in your job, stay physically fit, and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the Army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home the best of my ability, and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. I took some time over July and August to rest from my podcast, from a lot of external work with emails, with client coaching calls, and any other work for my business as well, and other forms of ministry and advocacy work too, to focus a bit inward. And my priorities in particular were reintegrating in with my family after my two-month army training course and the last eight months of Tim and I being apart, stationed apart in our marriage. Second priority, really preparing for and beginning the process of transition from active duty. I actually decided at this point to transition into the reserves, I'm like 99% sure, so that's where we are at. And then the last one of just discerning how God wants me to live out my calling along with this podcast. And so as I begin to re-engage, I've really been reflecting on what have the last couple months, what that's taught me and what it means moving forward. And honestly, this time of kind of resting from some of that work was just not what I thought it was going to be. 
it was really far from it, but the Lord just had a very particular plan for this time. And I thought that scaling back from a lot of this work that I really love, that's really hard to say no to, would really enable me to pour even more into my husband, our marriage, our babies, just free up a lot of time and allow me space to kind of figure out my whole plan for this upcoming year, to fill my cup in different ways, so I could really come back refreshed and ready to jump back into everything. And it did allow me to nurture our marriage and our family life and the home and rest in some ways, but in many ways, it was really, really hard. It was full of so much big stuff that just kept coming up and and full of really deep internal battles. And so I think one of the big lessons is when we slow down, we allow ourselves to feel and to process more and to get quiet and listen to the Lord's voice. All that stuff that was being buried beneath our busyness, between our fast pace, right? That can come to the surface and that can be beautiful and tough. I kind of had certain expectations around this time, but the reality has looked very, very different. And so if that has been your experience and maybe just the reality of expectations of how we think motherhood should look like and feel like, and then the perfection you see on everyone else's highlight reels versus the reality of the hard messiness of your behind the scenes that can really make you feel like you're never measuring up. I get it. Maybe that's the expectation versus reality that you're dealing with. Maybe it's the chaos of figuring out new routines or logistics with the transition back to school for the kids, which is stressing maybe both your schedule and your mental health. Maybe you're in the thick of challenging seasons of marriage or of military life or family life, or you're preparing for a lot of changes. You know, life just keeps hitting you like a ton of bricks. And if you feel like it's hard to manage your expectations or you're having to process a lot of that mentally and emotionally, I just want you to know you're not alone. And so over the last couple months, as well as just, I feel like this year as a whole, I've been continually running to the Lord over and over again, but just realizing even more than I ever have how much I need Jesus. And I've spent more early mornings between the hours of 4 and 6 a.m., either in prayer or in church and prayer or adoration than anything else. And sometimes it was having really deep conversations with God, asking for guidance, specifically what to do, bringing everything that's weighing on me and my heart to Him, or worrying me or repenting for the ways that I've fallen short of who He's called me to be in different areas of my life or how He's called me to love others. And then other times, it's just being with Him and letting Him love me in my weakness and my imperfections and my brokenness and letting him remind me of who I am in his eyes, letting him bring me peace and maybe even courage wherever I feel anxious or afraid or overwhelmed. I feel so blessed that our local church here has perpetual adoration. So basically 24 seven, we're able to go to church and just pray and be with Jesus no matter how early or late it is. And that has been just my saving grace. I feel like over the last couple months. So today I really want to share with you what God has been speaking to me directly during those times in prayer and he asked me to share this with you and i shared a couple of these words i will share right now as we kind of introduce this topic i shared some of these by email so if you're on my email list you will have received these a couple weeks ago but i will also dive into those five tips and and kind of ways you can stay grounded because that's really the a lot of the practical steps but i just want to give you this initial encouragement as we breach this conversation because again i'm going to show you just I'm in the trenches with you and I get it. And the best thing we can keep doing is just running to the Lord and letting him be with us and letting him help us to take our thoughts captive in obedience to Christ, to renew our minds and to just equip us for the battle that we are fighting, whether it's the daily battle or whether it's a spiritual battle of what's going on around us and what's going on internal to us. Wherever you are feeling alone, you are not alone and the Lord is with you and there are others just like you who are walking through this too. 
gosh, I just, I really want so badly to see the whole dang path, right? To know exactly how it's all going to work out. To know and to have the whole entire plan, right? Have it all figured out. To know everything's going to be okay, especially for our family. To know exactly what to expect. To plan and prepare perfectly for that. But in this time where there's so many unknowns and where I'm staring down a lot of uncertainty with this time of transition from the active duty army, where I feel so much pressure to just choose the right path that's aligned with God's will, and I'm absolutely terrified of getting it wrong, the Lord has just invited me time and time again to rest in the certainty of his love for me and the fact that he is holding it all together. He's holding me together, even when I don't feel that right. So that's what he's been reminding me. I'm not meant to hold it all. I'm not meant to do it all. I'm not meant to be everything to everyone. It is not all on me. I'm not meant to know exactly how it's all going to play out or operate from my own strength. I don't have to always be strong to just push through, to hold it all together, and it's safe to fall apart in his arms. And I want you to know it's the same for you. And I just desperately need him and I need his grace and you do too. He is sustaining you and carrying you through it all, just like he's doing for me. And whatever fruit that we bear, it's not us. It's him in us for his glory, not our own, right? And so I just want you to know he is holding you. He's preparing the way. He's moving mountains, even when you can't see it yet. Because at the end of the day, he has us all in his hands and he is just so faithful and we can trust him in that. His love for us is so unconditional and it's unchanging. So no matter what's going on in our life, it's not changing. It's not something we have to earn like the world tells us, right? So that's the kind of love he has for us. And I just want you to be grounded in that first and foremost, before we even go through any of these five steps, know all of that truth. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. And I want to just give you a little short backstory to how this all happened. I just took a few moments and thought through, what has the Lord been teaching me? How could I distill that into a few simple, but really powerful pieces for how to, again, stay grounded in the Lord when you're navigating all the uncertainty and all the unknowns. I like really wanted to get back to the podcast right in the beginning of September. And I was like putting a lot of pressure on myself to do that. And then I kept feeling like, okay, I'm not really ready. I'm not really ready. But I didn't know why. And I kept beating myself up about that of like, oh man, you know, I said it was just going to be the month, uh, the rest of the month of July and, and August. And then I was going to come back to it. And I, but I wasn't quite feeling ready. And I had to respect that and to give myself permission to do that. And then the yesterday, in prayer, I actually was feeling a little bit overwhelmed and I was like, I got to finish my resume. I need to take some time before the work day, the army work day starts and do this. This was like early in the morning and I was about to head to Starbucks and I was like, nope, I need to take a detour and go to church and pray for a while first. And an hour and a half later and lots of tears later, this is what I felt really called to share with you today. Before, as I reflected on the podcast and like, how can I make sure that I'm ready to engage with this in the way that the Lord wants me to, in a way that really honors him, He gave me immense clarity and direction. Jesus asked me, open up the outline of your notes. Let me speak into this. Let me speak into your life so that your people can hear my voice through you. Open open this up. Let's do this together. And so I went through these five pieces with the Lord. And these steps came from my experience over the last few months. But I also am going to share with you some of the details of, of how this reflection went for me, just to give you some examples of how you can peel apart the layers of this for yourself as well. Number one. The first thing that will help you stay grounded through the uncertainty, through the transition, through the change, through the unknowns is to let yourself feel it all, to name the emotions, to recognize them. And I know this might not come natural. It definitely has not come natural to me, but I've learned it over the last few years and it has been so freeing. And even in this year, just understanding how to do this 
with much more curiosity and compassion, this is the emotional maturity and emotional command that I feel like the Lord invites us into. One thing that you can do on a practical note with this is just to take a few moments and write out a full download of your thoughts and feelings. How are you feeling? Name those emotions. Start with this sort of non-judgmental curiosity and compassion, like I said, self-compassion. Notice where you feel it in your body. These are a couple of practical steps you can do. A couple of the emotions that came to me, scared, anxious, nervous, nervous it won't all work out, worried if it's all going to be okay, feeling like, okay, this is really risky. It would have just been easier to stay in the army, the active duty army. It would have been more secure. This uncertainty is, it was really tough. A sense of dread, a sense of sadness, grief, mourning, mourning kind of the loss of what was and what could have been guilt, letting other people down, letting the team down, leaving my teammates hanging, leaving them behind. That narrative that I feel like we sometimes get in the military of, okay, this means that I'm quitting, I'm giving up. A sort of heaviness and a weight to leaving or a shame in walking away. I think sometimes that happens, right? Especially for those who really want us to stay or like, man, you know, you're giving up all your potential or whatever it is. Fear of judgment from others. Those are a couple of the things that were coming up for me, but I really want you to just name those emotions. Write down the emotions, write down the thoughts. Again, don't judge them, don't censor them. Just notice what's there and let them be seen and heard. They get to be felt. They get to be seen and heard. They're valid. And this is the best way to process through them is to just let them be first and foremost instead of just pushing, pushing through or suppressing them or running from them or distracting yourself from them, numbing from them, right? And all these things that we turn to, whether it's social media scrolling, emotional eating, like, you know, running into more busyness, more busyness. We bury a lot of these things, right? That are beneath the surface, but it is so good to just let them be released and let them be recognized. So I just want to point out one thing that my coach brought to me yesterday when I was sharing some of these emotions with her on the grief in the morning. She was like, this is such an important and necessary emotional space during any transition because even when we move from maybe a good to another good or to an even better thing, right? There's still a loss of what was. Even if the decision is good and right, there is still that loss and that deserves to be seen and felt. And so I'm moving through those stages of grief. And if you're in a transition, you are too. That's okay to be felt and it's okay to hold space for that. That's the very first step. Let yourself feel it all, name it, recognize it, and let it let it be. Let it exist. It gets to exist. Then number two is to lean into how the Lord is preparing you and preparing the way. So I want you to literally just take a couple minutes and reflect on how has God been preparing me? How has he been preparing the way? How has he blessed you? How has your, his hand been in all of it? How has he been faithful and good to you? How has he been equipping you for this season? What are the previous seasons that he's allowed you to walk through? The trials and the triumphs. For me, a big part of it has been the support system that he's allowed me and encouraged me, I would say, to build very proactively over this last couple years. Seeking out a lot of support, opening up to mentors, to friends, even leaning on counselors, therapists, coaches, just getting different experiences that are going to really equip me for stepping more courageously into my calling in different ways and even into this discernment and this decision, which has not been easy. You know what I mean? That has been just such a game changer for me in every area. It's helped me navigate so much change over the last few years with a lot more grace 
it's helped me to really grow and for us to grow in our marriage it's helped me to grow so much in motherhood and who I am able to be for our family how has the Lord been preparing you how has he been preparing the way all right number three is to lean into the present where is God showing you the next right step where is he lighting the path We do not have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have all the details planned and mapped out. I know you've probably been taught that. I know, at least in the military, we're taught to have our 5, 10, 15, 20-year plan, right? And we're taught to plan it all out as leaders, right? We're trained to be in charge, to take ownership, to take control. And the Lord, at the end of the day, is in control. And it's a grace that we don't know the whole future. We're not meant to. And God has continually reminded me in prayer Whenever I bring that to him, I'm like, God, I just wish I knew how it all is going to work out. I just wish I had the whole path in front of me. He's just reminded me, Megan, you are not meant to carry all of that. You don't have the capacity to hold the, the understanding that I do of your future, right? Of all of those plans that I have for you. But you just have to trust that I have good plans for you. And I want what's best for you and for your family and ultimately for everybody that you love and care the most about and and everything that's on your heart you know all of those desires right he cares so much about that process through that a little bit thank you lord for being in charge thank you for being sovereign over all of it i will be faithful to the work that you've set before me that next right small step and i'll let you be faithful to the fruit that you want to produce through me and that you want me to bear in the world ultimately for for you and for your kingdom And so that's the submission, that's the receptivity, that's the surrender. Submit to the Lord and he will give you peace. He gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to the Lord. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. He will guide our steps. And I had a really beautiful, beautiful coaching session last night with a good friend and she reminded me the word submission literally means to be under mission so when we submit to the lord we're under his mission we're living in alignment with his will and we are on a mission for him what a beautiful thing that's what i want to do in my work in my family life everything so lean into the present let him be that lamp onto your feet and let it be okay that That lamp is going to guide the next right step and you will not see the whole path lit and that's okay. Number four is name those fears and bring them to the Lord. I know you've got a lot of fears. If you're navigating uncertainty and unknowns like I am, if you're in a time of transition, there's a lot of things to be anxious about. There's a lot of of things that are just upended, right? In our life. It's very drastic changes, whether it's changes in your environment, whether it's changes in the demands on your plate, so many things are probably changing around you and also within you. So bring all of that to him. Bring those fears to the Lord. Bring those desires to him. Let him hold them. Let him hold you and let him, especially the desires, let him just make them holy. Sanctify them. Let him sanctify you because he's reforming you through it. And if you're in that posture of receptivity, you're you're allowing yourself to be still. You're opening yourself up to the Lord, right? And he's creating something new and it's going to be beautiful whatever those fears are. Maybe it's the same fears I was describing, right? Are we going to be able to make things work? Is everything going to work out financially? Is everything going to be okay? You know, am I going to have, is there enough of me to go around? 
I'm worried about all these things you've called me to do. It feels so big and scary sometimes. Literally, one of my prayers yesterday at the end of my time in adoration was, Lord, I know you've made me to do some big things and some great things, but I am terrified of those things you've created me to do. You know, and it's like, it's okay to be in that place. I just want you to know. And he wants to give you that that courage in the moment for what he's asking you to do. He wants to give you that bold, audacious faith, right? That allows him to move the mountains, you know, and, and allows him to be the one that makes all these things happen because it's not in our own strength. It's not in our own merit, but it's in the Lord through us. So maybe you don't feel ready for everything that's up ahead. I know I don't. I know one big fear is like, okay, leaving the active duty army, it's in many ways, like we're I'm transitioning so that we can have more family stability and more predictability. And so it's in some ways it's trading one form of security, right? The financial security of job security for insecurity in a different way, but also a different form of security. So it's this like juxtaposition of not knowing what to expect. And that's really hard. So there's a lot of worries. There's a lot of ways my heart is breaking. There's a lot of ways my heart is hurting and, you know, I'm afraid of disappointing other people and all these kinds of things. And it's okay to bring all those fears to the Lord and it's good to do that. And so I just want you to know you're not alone in any of those things. And that's why I'm sharing them with you so openly because I just don't want anyone else to feel like they have to navigate these things alone either. Build a strong foundation, build your house on rock. Walk by faith, not by sight. That's the fifth one. Walk by faith and not by sight. He is faithful. He is faithful in every valley, every mountain, every time he has brought you through. He's never turned away or abandoned you. Maybe you're in a desert. I feel like in some ways I'm in a desert, but I have to trust that he's giving us our daily bread and his ways are above ours. It's embracing this free falling, right? It's not by sight, but it's in faith. Faith in things unseen, right? We can't see the outcome. We will not see the outcome. We are not privy to that. And that's where the humility and that's where the trust comes in and that's where the receptivity comes in. The Lord brought me to Matthew 7. Oh my gosh, this chapter was just, it's just so rich. So I really recommend going and reading and just sitting with so many of these verses. But one of them is ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. So whatever season you're in, that is something that we should always be doing, right? Do not be afraid to go to the Lord. Ask, seek, right? Let him be with you and the door will be open to you. He may not give us the exact answer to our prayers that we think we need, right? And many times it's going to be different, but he knows what's best for us. He knows us so much better than we know ourselves. He knows, he knows the count of every single hair on our head, right? And he knows the plans he has for you. Right now, we're also hoping and praying to grow our family soon. And I have a couple of group coaching ladies who are hoping to start their family. And they're in the longing and the praying and the waiting and the emotional roller coaster of every single month hoping to start their family, right? That the Lord will bless them in that way. And that is tough. It's a tough place to be. And I think that is, again, a great example of the invitation to lean into 
Lean into him. Lean into the emotions of that. Lean into the fears. Lean into the uncertainty. And let him just be with you in that place. And speak and be with you in the present moment. In this waiting season, he is preparing the way for you and for your future family. He knows every single child that he will bring into your family. He knows them by name. And like, what a beautiful consolation, right? And so whatever area of your life you're struggling in that uncertainty, I want you to kind of think about how that applies to you as well, because that I feel like is such a lesson that is resounding across any kind of season of, of change or of unknowns. So I pray that this was something that you really benefited from, that this spoke to your heart in whatever ways that you needed. I know that if you're navigating a time like I am, it's challenging. It's really, really hard. And I want you to know you're not alone in it. And I will be opening up pretty soon here. I'll be opening up a new opportunity to join the next iteration of my group coaching community, my group coaching experience. And so stay tuned for that if that's something that you're interested in. Or feel free to just reach out to me by email, honestly, Megan at armstheheart.com. And we can start having the conversations about what to expect even before I kind of put some public information out about that. It would be no pressure conversation. It would just be, here's what I'm thinking. And um, just to kind of give you an idea, what I really want to do is just build community with faithful women who want to be leaders, who want to do great work for God's glory, who who want to be who they're called to be in both their family life and in their work life, in ministry, in their communities, in their careers, in every environment that they're in, whether it's inside the military, whether it's outside or beyond the military. But if you're driven to, to give your best in every single thing that you do and you hold yourself to really high standards, you're a high achiever, and you also want to do all of that for the glory of God, then you're going to fit in in such a beautiful way in the group that I'm building. And we have several legacy members who have been with me for the last couple of years who are just such a gift, who are going to help kind of usher in this new phase of the group coaching experience. And I can't wait to see how the Lord moves through it. And so I just wanted to kind of propose that as something to pray about and something to think about and just kind of plant those seeds, but more information will be coming. So don't worry about that. But I really pray that this bless you today. And this was exactly what you needed. And I pray that the Lord spoke in a very particular way in your heart. So please, please reach out to me and let me know if this spoke to you. I would love to hear as we start this next season up, I would love to hear any particular requests for podcast episodes. We're going to be having some exciting new guests on then, and I'm really, really excited to see what comes out of that and the types of conversation we have on this podcast. And I think it's just going to be so, so fruitful. So Thank you for being here. Thank you for allowing me to walk with you and to just be in your ear. And I look forward to continuing the conversation. I will see you next time. God bless you, sister.